What's up, America? Perhaps I'm wrong podcast. We're back with another segment, another episode. Uh, today, we're going to talk about this, this $10,000 or $10,000 to $20,000 college uh, forgiveness that the president of the United States decided to pass. Will that hurt the black community? Will it help the black community? Uh, let, let's, let's dive into it. Uh, because eventually, they're going to blame somehow Democrats will find a way to to use black people to push this agenda is what they're going to do. So let, let's let's dive into it before they get to that talking point. And I'm saying that now, y'all somebody note the date. It's August 31st, 2022. I guarantee you sometime later in the future you're going to be watching television and whenever they're trying to push these things about this this free college stuff, they're going to start oh, well, if this doesn't go through then the black community is the ones who gonna suffer the most. So let's let's actually dive into this first, so we can actually come up with our own opinions before some white liberal gives it to us. To be frank, all right. So uh, this is let's first let's look at it, right? So what it's saying is, if uh, you have a student loan, uh, you can get ten thousand dollars in forgiveness of that loan. Now, if at the time that you took the loan, you qualified for Pell Grants, you can take up to 20000 in loan forgiveness. So depending on where you were, whenever you actually applied for those loans, that's what determines how much you're going to actually get in forgiveness, in loan forgiveness, right? So, I mean, let, let's, let's go from good idea and bad idea, right? So good idea, what makes this a good thing? Uh, if you're black, if you're black, you went to college and you have some debts, getting rid of 10,000 to 20,000 worth of that debt is a good thing. You know, it just is. Uh, if you never went to college, say you just went to work, went to some kind of trade school or something like that, uh, or just never went to any kind of anything after high school, you graduated high school, started working and you're doing your thing. You're doing all right for yourself. How is this going to affect your taxes? That should be the first question that every person in that situation is saying. And is that not wealth redistribution? And the people that are benefiting from that wealth redistribution tend to make more than the people who are suffering from that wealth redistribution. So, I mean, I'm not a liberal, but one thing I constantly hear from liberals is about wealth, income, inequality, and how... It's systemic racism when you have people getting the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. They'll they'll actually attribute that to a systemic racism type mantra. And my problem with this this whole program is that is clearly what this appears to be, because the people who are going to be having their taxes raised may not have even went to college. And if I'm looking at black men in my community, well, the men in my community, which is black men, the majority of us have not went to college. So is it fair? Is it just to force them to pay for the colleges of people who are currently making more money than them? The obvious answer to that is no. Uh, but like I said, there's this good and bad to this. Um, so I don't want to get into. Uh a definite yes or definite no on this because like I said depending on what your situation is you're going to like it or you're not going to like it you know I, I 
me personally, I don't like it. I, I don't think it's a good idea to take from poor people and spread that out to people who actually have a higher chance of making more money within their lifetime than those poor people. But, you know, systems exist. That is what it is. Now, my problem with this is, is because Democrats are going to do this little game where they try to act like they're somehow morally superior to people who are against this program. Like, oh, I'm just taking care of the students, the people who who got manipulated. No, you're giving money to people who made a bad choice. People who chose to make that choice on a loan that they agreed to. They were adults. They agreed to it. And they now are suffering from having to pay back something they signed in a contract to say, yes, I agree to pay this back with interest. That to me, you don't get the virtue signal by bailing somebody out. It's just not going to work, you know. So if if Democrats want to say, hey, yeah, we're going to take this student loan thing. Just say it for what it is. You're buying votes. You got to the point of Joe Biden's doing bad when it comes to inflation. Joe Biden's doing bad when it comes to gas prices. Joe Biden's doing bad when it comes to food shortages. Joe Biden is doing bad when it comes to baby formula shortages. Joe Biden is doing bad when it comes to his messaging. Joe Biden is doing bad when it comes to his health. Joe Biden is doing bad on so many different levels with so many different groups. At some point, somebody said, you know what? We got to give people something. We have to do something so it's not a landslide victory, one in uh, these upcoming midterms or two in the general election in 2024. So call it what it is. We buy in votes and then I'll respect you for saying it. Now, the part of, about this, the second half of this show, so to speak, is is, is going to be one of the things that kind of bothered me. Right. So the more I was looking into this, you know, I, I kind of watched the messaging and the tone of things that liberals say. And one of the things that they're doing that's kind of just getting on my last nerves is they're using black people as the scapegoat for everything that they want to push that they know they're going to get pushed back on, right? So they're basically painting a picture of black people not caring what that picture is and then looking at black people like, yeah, this is going to affect you most. But maybe it won't. Well, let, let me explain. I guess let me use different topics to explain what I what I mean. Right. Like so climate change. Right. Uh, most black people, be honest with you, don't even care about climate change. A lot of people think it's real. Say, oh, yeah, you know, the global warming or whatever, the ice caps are melting and it might do something. But the average black person has so much other things on their plate that they don't really care about climate change. But if you watch liberals, whenever they're preaching this stuff, when they're trying to get things like the Green New Deal passed, they always try to paint this racial element. And then for for some strange reason, when they're doing this, they don't use terms like BIPOC. They don't use terms like minority. They don't use terms like people of color when they're doing that. They say black people, which I find to be very interesting. So black people are affected by climate change first, and it's going to hurt the the black and impoverished communities. Then they'll say things are the remember the COVID va- the, the vaccine, right? COVID-19 vaccine. I can say this now because the CDC basically said if you've taken the vaccine or if you haven't taken the vaccine, you're pretty much the same. So basically everybody who took the vaccine, you took a water shot. I don't know what it was, but it put you in the same boat as people who haven't taken the vaccine completely. That's 
what the CDC currently has on their website right now. So, but whenever they were pushing to try to get everybody to take the vaccine, the first thing they did was they didn't say BIPOC people are the first. They didn't say minorities are the first. They said black people will be the first people affected by COVID-19. So if you don't get it, you know, this is you not caring about those others. This is you not caring about black people and, and how they'll be affected by getting COVID-19 because they're the first ones to, to die from COVID. Uh, what else is this? Uh, trans rights. Anytime you hear trans rights, what's the first thing you're going to hear? Well, black trans women are the, the most victimized group and all this other. It's always black when it comes to all of these things that black people ain't necessarily pushing. But whenever we're actually pushing something, whenever the black community is pushing something, liberals will start to change the narrative to start calling you BIPOC, minority, person of color, black and brown relations, rainbow coalition, whatever you want to say. You know, but it won't be black people are trying to do this whenever it's something that we actually agree with. You remember uh, voter ID laws, voter ID laws, black people. Now we too stupid to get an ID. And isn't that crazy? Nobody said, hey, minorities will be, you know, uh, have a hard time getting uh, voter IDs or state IDs. They said, hey, black people are not going to be able to do this. This is a racist, white supremacist thing that you're doing by saying that people should be expected to get an ID to vote. Why is that is what I'm concerned about. Why is it that we allow white liberals to define how we think about things and how we're presented to the rest of the nation? Does that have an effect? That's the things that I want y'all to think about. Does that have an effect on how the black community is perceived, how the black community is treated, how the black community gets resources within this country, because you do have to realize that, that the way that you get resources, a lot of times depends on the way that you're perceived, the way that you get established depends on how, how you're perceived, the way you get treated depends on how you are perceived. And if we constantly have this, this certain type of political party that wants to that we actually support in the, the tune of 80, 90 percent black people supporting this, this liberal group. And they're making all of these these underlying statements about us as a community. What does that say about us? Are we co-signing on things that we have no intention on co-signing for? I mean, really think about it. You know, I mean, when it came to the abortion stuff, Kamala Harris straight out of her mouth. Uh, a, uh, this is going to kill black women by getting rid of, not even getting rid of abortion, by getting rid of Roe v. Wade, the policy that says, hey, let the state decide. This is going to kill black women. What? Why not this is going to kill women? Why not this is going to harm women? You know, why make it, why make that statement specific to black women? Women have been given birth since the dawn of time, but for some reason, black women can't figure it out. What is what is what is actually being said about us as a people that we accept this kind of. And I know some of y'all heard that and y'all say, oh, but Kamala Harris, she black Kamala Harris. When she was in Atlanta, she said she was Indian. So she ain't black. If you ask me, it matter of fact, not if you ask me, if you ask Kamala Harris, she says she's Indian. She's not black. So is what it is you don't like it oh well <laughs> now what does that say about us as a people that 
we just continue to allow the people that we support at this tune to disrespect our community like this. And we're going to continue to support them. You know, and I, I know my average listener is probably not some left leaning Democrat because you would have already changed your mind by now. But at the same time, you know, I really want you to start looking at those family members that's in your family, looking at the, the friends that you have, the ones who you can't say, hey, I don't agree with that Democrat nonsense. Some of this stuff, you don't have to start holding these people to the fire. Make them explain to you why they Democrats. Stop accepting that answer. Oh, I'm just not involved in politics. But they got an issue with you every time you say you're Republican. Every time you say you're conservative, they got a, a problem with you. They want to the smoke. They're going to call you a coon. Okay, explain to me why you're a Democrat. And I want you to realize all of the things that these Democrats keep saying about you. Think about all these things that the Democrat Party supports that you have no opinion on, one or two, you completely disagree with. You completely disagree with and it's being pushed and it's being pushed under the guys that you actually support it. And if anybody goes against that, that they're going against you. Tell me how you can support a party that's doing that. How could you support a party that's trying to take away your gun rights? How could you support a party that's I mean, think about this. There's there's no love for the person who's actually trying to make it in this country. It's demonize that person and only act like the people who are either one impoverished or two criminals those people need a help what about the person who's actually doing something you know and some of y'all gonna say oh well they're trying to give the the student loan thing that's ten ten thousand twenty thousand dollars if you look at debt in this actual country in four years the debt would be back to what it was after four years because of interest rates so it's really just a, a quick gimme by votes type deal has no plan to reduce college costs in this nation. If you really were trying to do something first before giving people money, you would say, hey, we're going to cap off these these prices for some of these education institutions. We're going to make sure that if federal funding is being put into any of the these these loans, before you can go get a loan, you got some type of collateral, make some kind of mandatory education program or something like that. If you think people are too stupid to get these loans, educate the people to where, you know, I mean, we got 12 years of school, right? And in that whole 12 years of school, a lot of people got convinced to go to college and it was the necessary thing. That's what I keep hearing liberals complain and cry about. Oh, uh, when I was in uh, grade school, they kept telling us, go to college, go to college, go to college. So now when I go to college, uh, I got this big uh, unsurmountable debt and now I don't know what to do with myself. So if you really think about that, you had 12 years in school and most of y'all, not all y'all, but most of y'all go to, to public school. How come public school didn't teach you, hey, if you got a loan, you got to pay it back? I don't know. I just refuse to believe that people are that dumb. You know, if you pull a loan, you're going to have to pay it back. You know how to read an interest rate. If you're going to a college, if you're going to higher learning, and you're telling me that you didn't know you had to pay a loan back. That sounds kind of ridiculous to me. But y'all know the name of the show. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps I'm wrong. So uh, that's all I got for y'all today. But I do want to keep that on y'all hearts and minds. And my my charge to the listener, like I said, is to go out. Ask some of these people in your family who Democrats. Ask them how many people 
that look like them, talk like them, act like them, are too dumb to get a, a ID. Ask them how many uh, black people that they know are, are too stupid to, to know about their own bodily autonomy when it comes to getting a vaccine. Think about this stuff, man, and, and really hold these people's feet to the fire because nobody should be disrespecting you for your beliefs. So at some point, you have to make them stand on their beliefs. You have to make them stand in their square, so to speak, and actually defend the nonsense that they keep pushing to generation after generation of black people. Somebody has to stop this, and I believe that the onus is on us right now. The people that's under the sound of my voice, your charge is to stop this nonsense from going from one generation to the next generation. If the next generation is still voting 80% Democrat, if Generation Z is still voting 80% to 90% Democrat, we are a complete and utter failure. So don't be a failure. Question them, challenging them, make them actually see the error of their ways. That's all I got for y'all. Perhaps I'm wrong. Y'all stay up, stay blessed.